بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان لصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers and sisters and elders the topic of my khutbah today is change your glasses these glasses what you what you see the world from a world through in my halaqa last week someone challenged me about the prohibition of interest based finance and they said there is no alternative so what can we do Without inter- interest-based finance, Muslims can never have a big business or industry. So I asked him, no alternative to what? No alternative to making money, buying a house or whatever? Or no alternative to buying enmity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah What alternative are you looking for? What is the choice? a business house or allah as your enemy allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated this very very clearly as we know in surah al-baqarah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha wa dharu ma baqiya minar riba in kuntum mu'minin فَإِن لَّمْ تَفْعَلُوا فَأَذِنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَإِن تُبْتُمْ فَلَكُمْ رُءُوسُ أَمْوَالِكُمْ لَا تَظْلِمُونَ وَلَا تُظْلَمُونَ Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said very very clearly in Surah Al-Baqarah all who believe fear the anger of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and give up what remains due to you from riba from interest from now onwards if you are really believers in kuntum mu'minin it is a conditional ayah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving the meter of judging whether i am a muslim if i am a mu'min or not into my own hands and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here is the meter check for yourself if you are believers do this i don't need to say the other thing and allah says and if you do not do this fa illam tafal and if you do not do this then take a notice of war from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Take a notice of war. 
But if you repent, and Alhamdulillah, the rahmah of Allah, the maghfirat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the door is open until our last breath. But it's not a great idea to wait for that, for that time. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, but if you repent, you shall have your capital sums and do not deal unjustly by asking more and you will not be dealt with unjustly by receiving less. So I remind myself and you that nobody can say that the matter was not clear. Do we really want to live as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's enemies? Think about this. MashaAllah, may Allah bless him. Huh? His instant reaction. I tell you, if we get the iman of these little ones, he is like 12 inches tall, instant reaction. Do we live, do we want to live like Allah's enemies? His instant reaction is, nope. Huh? May Allah bless you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you among his awliya. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you a beacon of guidance for all of mankind. Whoever comes into contact with you, inshallah. <clears throat> I submit to you, my brothers and sisters. Do we want to live as Allah's enemies? And if you think that, you know, I'm using a hard word, ask yourself, what do you call the opposite party in a war? Simple. If you are at war, Ukraine and Russia are at war, so what is one to the other? That's it. I submit to you that buying war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah is not an option for a Muslim. Nothing is worth that. Is there? So let me give you some facts. Let me do a primer on this. We have two options. Option one, get into interest-based transactions and write our name in the list of the enemies of Allah. Eat doubtful and haram stuff and get our ibadah and dua deleted. Option one. Option two, choose to live our life with dignity as good Muslims and remain in the list of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's awliya. This is the default setting. The default setting of the Muslim is that a Muslim is a wali of Allah, insha'Allah. Darajat is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give. It's not our job to say so and so is a bigger wali, so and so is an intermediate wali and so and so is a, you know, nursery school wali. No. All Muslims. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah inna awliya Allah la khawfun alayhim walahum yahzanun. Truly there is no fear and no uh, sadness for the awliya of Allah. Who are they? Alladina amanu wa kanu yattaqun. Allah said they are those who have faith and those who have taqwa. So every Muslim, Alhamdulillah, inshallah, we ask Allah to include, include all of us among them. Default setting, you are a wali of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you want to choose, here's the pen, take your, strike your name out from the list of awliya and put it in the list of Adaullah, enemies of Allah. Now that has to be the most stupid, the dumbest, the most brainless thing that any Muslim can ever do. You agree? You agree? So option one is that. Option two, 
live our life with dignity as Muslims, keep, the, keep our name in the list of the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and look forward to his forgiveness. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for us will come to us. All the effort that we make to get it will be rewarded. And when we die, we hope to die with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and forgiveness. Now tell me, which is the better of the two? Sorry to ask you dumb questions. That's my specialty. So let's get this settled once and for all and decide that we are not going to sacrifice our akhirah for this life. Now, about believing that there are no alternatives to interest-based finance, let me assure you that we have many alternatives, not just one. Many alternatives. What we don't have is excuses to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and indulge in haram. What we must do, therefore, is to change the glasses through which we see the world. So first, let us ask ourselves if we believe in resurrection. Do we believe that we will die and do we believe that we will be resurrected or not? Do we believe in resurrection? Do we believe in giving an account of our lives to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That is where we need to start. And believe me, whether you believe it or not, it's going to happen. I mean, that's issue is for, do I believe it? Do I believe that? We are Muslim. Which means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rida, his pleasure, should be the basis and the fundamental criterion for all our decision making. Fundamental to that is our faith in resurrection and accountability. For Muslims, all decision making must be based on that and not on anything else. Because remember, our money, our fame, family, wealth, business, authority, even knowledge will stay here when we die. But the way we made all of that will go with us. Right? I always say this, that when you were born, you didn't have a name. Your name came some days after you were born. If a child is if a child dies a few days after the child is born, what do they say? So-and-so's child died. They don't say Zaid died, Bakar died because he's not Zaid or Bakar. He's so-and-so's child. What happens after you are dead? All the name, fame, everything, right? You all know me, right? Yes or no? But when I die, if I die here and if my janazah is in this masjid, remember these words of mine. You are not going to say, move Sheikh Yawar here, move Sheikh Yawar there. You will say, move the janazah, move the body. My name is gone. My name is gone even before I go into the grave. So what is this worth? What is it worth? I say this all the time. Two or three days ago, one of my students, her father died. And she wrote to me and she said, Sheikh, I found myself saying the same thing about my own father. My brothers and sisters, this is reality. Alhamdulillah that Islam teaches us this reality before it hits us in the face. That is why we need to prepare for this. And that's why I said, title of my khutbah is, change your glasses. The Sahaba What did they do? When our vision of the dunya gets foggy, 
with our greed and with our materialism, we have to look to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and clean it and clear it. The Sahaba, alhamdulillah, they polished it daily in the Sahabah of Rasulullah sallallahu Not only did they not have an alternative to disobeying Allah, they were not even looking for it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them dunya wal akhirah. We have turned that criterion upside down on its head. We look at the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the lens of our desires, the dunya. Our desires have no alternative for us. Whether to obey Allah or not, this is something we play around with. So Allah does not give us the dunya. And the akhirah, if we die in that state, Allah knows best. Sahal bin Sa'ad radiallahu anhu narrated that Rasulullah sallallahu said, and this is in Tirmidhi, if the world were equal to, in value, in the sight of Allah, if the world were equal to a mosquito's wing, only one wing, not even two, if the world were equal to that, in terms of value before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah would not have allowed somebody who disbelieved in him even a sip of water from his world. As you can see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives everything to people who deny him, who abuse him, who say all kinds of things because it has no value. Dunya is not, in Urdu we use the term also for geographical dunya, but this is not the word, it's the light meaning in the Arabic language, it's not, doesn't mean dunya in the technical meaning of it, doesn't mean the geographical world. It means the intentional adoption of anything which causes one to become forgetful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, irrespective of what that is. And therefore, acquisition of wealth, power, fame and seeking pleasure is not evil. Islam does not prevent us from being wealthy and powerful. There is nothing romantic about, about poverty. If you are so poor that you are begging people, how can you help anybody? You must have money, you must have power, you must have influence, but you must have it in the right way. That is what Islam teaches us. We know the hadith of Thawban anhu, where Rasulullah said, May Allah protect us from this. The people will soon summon one another. They will call one another to, another to attack you as people do when they are eating to invite each other to share from the same dish. Someone said, Ya Rasulullah will it be because we will be few in number? He said, no, you will be numerous, but you will be like scum and rubbish that is carried on the surface of a flood. No weight, no value, nobody cares, nobody asks your opinion. You have no say in anything which happens. You are the recipient of others' decisions. Nobody, does, nobody even bothers to ask you, what do you think, what do you feel? Nothing. The decision is done. Lump it. They ask, Ya Rasulullah, why will that happen? Rasulullah said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove the izzah and the fear of you from your enemies' hearts and he will put wahan in your own hearts. They said, Ya Rasulullah, what is wahan? Rasulullah said, Hubbu dunya wa karahiyatul bawt. He said, love of this world and its stuff and dislike of death. Now brothers and sisters, this world is the ocean and our heart is a ship on that ocean. 
the ship needs the water without the water the ship can't travel the ship needs the water to sail but if the same water gets inside the ship it will sink the ship so it's not the water but where it exists that is what counts my brothers and sisters this heart must love something it must love something even people who hate love to hate allah created his heart to love something and that is our active conscious choice we cannot remain free of love our choice is to choose who to love and that does not mean we hate everything else it just means that we prioritize and we give the thing or the entity we love the most time the most energy the most space in our lives <clears throat> we live our lives according to what pleases that individual or that entity our own desires are made subservient to the desires of that person the rest is incidental you will pay attention to that if and when the one you love gives you the chance when the one you love owns everything and controls everything khaliqu kulli ashya wal ahwal maliku kulli ashya wal ahwal ar-razzaq dhul quwwati al-matin rabbul arsh al-karim allah al-hayy al-qayyum lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakul lahu kufuwan ahad then what do you have to fear what do you have to fear but that choice we must make that choice we must make aqul qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'il muslimin fastaghfiru innahu huwal ghafurur rahim الحمد لله الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا كما امر ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله قال تعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد having said all of this as i told you there are alternatives so let me give you some concrete examples in the corporate world of companies which have zero debt but they are highly successful and they are a very secure investment infosys incorporated in 1981 operates in more than 50 countries worldwide employs roughly 350,000 people worldwide projected revenue in the uh, in this quarter is 4.5 billion US dollars completely debt free no long term debt no short term debt 
Crystal rating AAA. Other debt-free companies, SEIC, Docs, Specs, all great investment. And I can give you more numbers. The reason I'm saying this is because if somebody says, oh, well, you know, we can't, we cannot have a, a, a big global company without interest-based financing, that is a lie. Not true. There are basically three sources of halal funds. I'm talking about companies and so on. So three basic sources. Number one is what we call angel investors. People will give you qarth hasana. Right? Interest-free loans. Can be somebody related to you, somebody, somebody, your friend or whoever, or somebody you make a presentation to, somebody is willing to give you that money. Number two, venture capitalists. And number three, public. So you go public. Now, even when you go public and list your company, you will first need working capital to develop it to the point when you can go public. So angel investors, on the other, on the other hand, are usually not easy to get and they are usually limited to smaller amounts, right? So a couple of hundred thousand dollars, uh, not enough to maybe start off a big company, but you might be good for that. Now, interestingly, over the past 30 years, venture capital has been a vital source of financing for high-growth startups. Let me give you some names. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, Intel, Microsoft, Whole Foods, right? All brands we know and use. And many other very innovative companies were all, they owe their success to capital and coaching provided by VCs. I was reading a, a corporate report which includes a survey and I've given, you, I've given the links of that in the text of this khutbah. Jim Breyer, the founder of Breyer Capital and the first VC inventor in Facebook, says that high quality deal flow, this is the term they use, high quality deal flow is essential to strong returns. Deal flow is defined as the number of quality investment opportunities with the company or the venture capitalist at a given point in time. Now what is... think. Listen carefully. What is Jim Breyer's primary source of leads? They asked him, where do you get the leads from? He says, I found the best deals come from my network of trusted friends, investors, entrepreneurs, and professors. Now think about this. What is he actually saying? He's saying that that is his first cut. His first filter is his own friends and network. If they recommend something or they recommend somebody, he's likely to look at them. Right? Now, what does that mean if you are that guy with a brilliant product or service idea but no network? It means that you are highly likely to take your idea to your grave. You're not going to make any money. The survey results reveal exactly how difficult it is for entrepreneurs who are not connected to the right social and professional circles to get fundings. Very few deals are produced by founders who beat a path to a VC's door without any connection. Now, let's pause for a minute and think about what happened in this same community here just a couple of weeks ago. Right? We had the FinTech Bootcamp in Western New England University, WNU, which was designed to help youth get an insight into VC financing, startup challenges, building powerful networks, which pitch works best and so on. It was a free event 
with free lunch. All you needed to do was register. We promoted it. I know how much I promoted it. We promoted it from the board from this masjid over and over again. Guess how many of our youth took advantage of this opportunity? Three. Nice number, right? Three. One of them is sitting right here in front of me. That's why I love this guy. Because he has a brain like his grandfather had. Alhamdulillah, he's got the same name. So who do you want to blame? Who do you want to blame? You know, there's a saying in English, you can, you can take a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. But what about the horse to which water is brought? The horse is not even taken to the water. The water is brought to the horse. The horse still doesn't want to drink. And then the horse wants to complain that he had no water. That's a lying horse. <laughs> Seriously. An opportunity is brought to you at your door and you still will not do it. Then who do you want to blame? So the issue is not about lack of alternatives. It's a lack of initiative on the part of those who like to complain about a lack of alternatives. If you have a good idea, we are living in the country which is the, which is the, the, the crucible of entrepreneurship. There is no other country in the world which supports entrepreneurship like this country does. Right? No other country. If you have a good idea, you do your homework, create a prototype, test market it and pitch it for VC financing, you have a very good chance of getting it provided you pitch to the right people and that depends on the network you are in. The average, I have all the numbers and you can read all the numbers in the, in the text. I don't want to read them all out. You know what is the ratio of pitch to deal? 1 in 101. So you have to work hard. What has the best chance of getting financed? High-tech businesses with a strong growth prospect. Traditional businesses with low growth prospects will never make the grid. So you must get out of your boxes, comfortable boxes and fish in the sea if you want to catch big fish. Encourage your children to develop business ideas. Expose them to networks of the right people. And for that, you have to free them up from standing in your store behind the cash desk. And on their part, they must use that time to, use, to do useful things for their careers, not hanging out with other heads. There's almost no ceiling to what a VC will fund provided it excites him. Challenge is yours. Excuses don't change reality. And being at war with Allah is not a great idea. So now, going forward, what must you do? So let me address the youth here. Make a YouTube video. Right? Make a YouTube video. Which, and I'll give you an idea, which will make you easily 100,000 views on day one. Pick a nice sunny day. Now, today is cloudy. Pick a nice sunny day. Take your PlayStation 5 out into your backyard, place it on a flat rock, take a sledgehammer and smash it. Make sure that you set up your camera in advance. I would recommend 
Welcome to the jungle, Guns N' Roses as the background music. And then pound, pound it to dust and package that dust in 5 gram packs and sell it on eBay. And then what do you do in your spare time because now you just destroyed your PlayStation. What do you do? Watch Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. The two best reality VC funding shows that I know. Sit down, take notes and imagine yourself in the place of the person making that pitch and say, how will I make this pitch better than that? And if you want a real time taste of Shark Tank at Dragon's Den, I will be happy to set up for you. Me and brother Dusty will sit there, Dastagir, and both of us love to see you suffer. So you will weep, but you will learn. Ready to get the real thing. Halal money. And brothers and sisters, I want to end with this. To succeed, you must first want to succeed. That may sound like a no-brainer, but it isn't. Just see what you do with your spare time and it will tell you if you are a winner or a loser. This is a society which supports deception. It tells you, all you young kids, that you are fantastic. You are amazing. You are fabulous. Let me tell you something. You are not. You are not. You are the same snotty-nosed kid like any other kid. Until you decide to do something with your life. So forget about, about all this fantastic and amazing and whatnot. Right? Check what time you wake up. And check what you do after that. Ask yourself which are your most difficult and most unpleasant tasks for the day. And then make them your first priority daily. Do what you hate the most first. That is the mental and spiritual gym we need. To build real strength. Your success is right here in your hands. But you need to change the glasses you are wearing to see that. Rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir anna sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'alabara Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunanna min al-khasirin لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أخي موسى